This week's episode is brought to you by Not Giving a Fuck. Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, what? Who cares? Where it'll last until uh, this all is done. You know what the best part of that was? That all got caught on the recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. What phone game were you playing? I'm playing Girls Frontline. Hey. Girls Frontline? I know what that is. I don't know what it is. No, also, I, 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 would, I would expect Rootbeard to know. If he didn't know, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, my profile picture on Facebook was UMP45 for a really long time. Um, okay, so let me explain Girls Frontline to you, to, uh, to Atlas. <laughs> it's a game where the guns are girls and or the girls are guns, which it doesn't fucking matter, right? The point is is that you uh, make teams of guns and shoot things. Also, add me. What, wasn't there like a wasn't there like an anime where the girls are battleships? Like, what is this? Okay, so yeah, so yeah, that was based on another a browser game called Contact Collection, right? Oh my god, okay. Contact Collection is also objectively actually, worse. Yeah, there's also yeah. So Contact Collection doesn't have less gameplay somehow. Anyway, so <laughs> the they made an anime where girls are guns called Upote, which came out many years ago now, actually. Uh, so it's more like that. But uh, the game's, like, pretty interesting. I'm, like, pretty new at it, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just, like, spamming assault rifles and submachine guns. I've been playing this game since it came out. All right. Yeah, I'm still spamming assault rifles and submachine guns because it's really easy to do. You know, I was already ashamed enough that I uh, downloaded Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, like, ten minutes before this recording started. I think that's worse, to be honest. It it is way worse, and somehow I don't feel as bad anymore because... Girls are guns, guns are girls, girls are batters, battleships, and, uh... You don't want your guns to be cute girls. <laughs> I don't... I live in California. I don't want any guns. Or at least I don't. Oh, oh I, I guess... I guess they're banned in California. At least that's the meme, right? That and the, the well, plastic straws Because no one actually knows how California law works, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure even California legislators don't know how California law works. More or less. Speaking of guns, how about the ultra rare booster? Oh yeah, it's, we we have a job to do. So today we were uh, we're talking about the the ultra rare booster, as you just mentioned, and it is uh, a set with gold paladin, angel feather, and neo nectar, and we care nothing about them. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Neo nectar is like pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. They have cute little tokens. They are adorable, but like. None of us play any of these clans in real life. Like, the people who play the clans in the rest of Nexus Core are Richard, who declined to give his opinion because he hasn't tested anything, and uh, Gabe, who, and I quote, said, I don't want to be part of your dumb little podcast. So, uh... Wow, rude. Rude, yes. Very rude. Alright, but have you seen the clan token, how cute it is? Yes. We ha- we had a whole episode about how cute it was. We can have another one. <laughs> We can just spend this whole episode talking about how cute plant tokens are. I found out there's not one, but two types of plant token in terms of the art. Like there's Whoa, the... hold on. Let me get a gallery real quick, then. Yeah, there's that one, and then the um the, the one that looks like a cat. And then there's one that's like a tomato-looking thing. Yo, why would you not get the cat one, though? Yeah, no, the cat one is, is best, for sure. But it, it's almost, like, pretty good. Wait, is one of them rare? Is that why you have to get that one? Maybe. I, I think... I don't know if they, like, just come in packs. It seems like they do, but... Um... 
Well, either way, everyone who plays New Nectar should get matching plant tokens, or else you're some kind of like horrible individual. Beer. So me. Like I said, because I'm definitely gonna get like two of each, and then I don't know what I'm gonna do for the fifth one. He he knows how to, how to tickle my like sadness bone on like matching. I'm I'm currently in the process of getting Origin Rare Ruin Shades for Grand Blue because I hate myself. I'm halfway oh, there. It drives right. me crazy. I'm gonna buy Min Rarity Markuma this weekend and just not yeah. give shit. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna go buy like base rarity pale moon and then probably continue not so going to locals. Hurt. My wallet's gonna be so hurt from Rakuma. Oh, yeah, no. twelve dollars. Anyway, so to people who've uh, listened or haven't listened to this show before, the way it works is we go from the highest rarity all the way down through the double R's, and then any other commons and rares that uh, catch our fancy. Um, if you want the full every single card thing, you can watch different fights uh, videos that he puts out usually around the time we do these episodes where he, like, just the effects of every single card. But that takes him very, very long, so we're not going to do everything. Um, so I'll, I'll kick this off. So we have a Solidify Celestial Zeracule for Angel Feather. So Protect Gift, Grade 3, 12k. Uh, on Fan Rear, during your turn, if a new card was put into your damage zone during this turn, all of your front row units get plus 3k. And then in the damage zone... Uh, if she's there, if your opponent's vanguard is grade 3 or greater, and this card is face up, you can put the top card of your deck into the damage zone face down and ride her as stand. Um, I have a question. Yeah. The first ability seems worded really oddly. In what way? Why doesn't it just say if a card was put into your damage zone? Why does it say new card? I believe it's so you can't, like, it only counts the first card. It's not any... Like if, if you sw- like damage swap three times, you don't get an additional three k. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah, that that was that was already implied from being continuous, though. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, you know how they're like starting to do reminder text. Maybe that's why. It's, I don't know. I it's feel just like it makes it more confusing to say a new card because then you could have the question like, "What does it mean to be a new card?" Yeah, this one's been with me for three years. It doesn't count as a new card anymore. But but like. I'm just saying, like, I think the skill makes more sense if you think during your turn, if a card was put in your damage zone during this turn, all your front row units get plus hour plus 3k. This is very clear. You ask the question, was a card put in my damage zone this turn, yes or no? If yes, plus 3k. If no, nothing. Um, I don't really know what to tell you. Maybe it's a, um, maybe it has... This could be, like, a weird translation thing. It could be. Like, we'll never quite know until it comes out in English. Maybe they'll just... I hope they fix. I hope they fix that in English because that looks really silly. I mean, it's one. It's a one-word difference. Well, it's just what does the word "new" mean? That like you shouldn't have useless words on cards. I mean, this, Unless... is, this is coming from the company that have named things like "one who hunts souls" Balam instead of. Soul well, the name Balaam. is nothing, but like in the card, in like the rules text of the card, you're going to have this word "new," and like that means like if you swap a card out of damage and back in damage, is that card new? That's a good question. You see what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, you see what I mean? Like, this word is ambiguous. Like, Fair, okay. If this word doesn't do anything, then why have it? Uh, trying to reinvent the wheel or fixing something that isn't broken? It's happened before. <laughs> it, it, it definitely seems like to me. Yeah. Uh, so first skill is exactly what we'd expect from Zorakiel. I think if it's not on the card, it's not even Zorakiel. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not Celestial-specific. Um 
And so I, I, I was talking to our friend James, uh, who went to college with us, and he has been testing extensively and standard. Uh, his views on this is is that it's pretty medium, but it is nice mm-hmm. if you have multiple copies because then you get a 6K to your front row if you have like it, it on Vanguard and Rear Guard. Um, mm-hmm. And he says sometimes he will even put a copy in the back just to give his front row a buff if he's on Metatron mm-hmm. or something like that, which we'll get to in a bit. Um and then the uh, another thing he noted is that the second steel makes ride consistency a lot more feasible, which is something that is a problem in standard, where uh, if you can't get the thing you want, you die, and there's not a lot of avenues to get to it besides just drawing cards and drive checking, depending on what clan you are. That's one of the things right. that makes OTT so strong, is that you have ways to filter for the CEO or Imperial Daughter. This is... You know, oh, I lost my bastard to a damage check, and then Angel Feather is like, you poor sweet girl. It's mine. And this gives you a couple extra draws. So effectively, when you take damage, this gives you a couple extra draws at a grade three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, specifically for Zeracule. Mm-hmm. But also, like, when you use that skill, you're off a card. Because you're not actually riding from hand, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. You just put the card in your damage zone. It's also n- nice where if you went second, you can immediately come in with the grade three. Mm-hmm. And you don't lose a drive check, which, again, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, seems pretty solid. I don't know if it's going to be one of the more expensive VRs, um, but it's a good card. The card doesn't seem busted. It just seems fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's there, and you play it. It's like Alfred, except way better than Alfred. So speaking of um, other cards... We have the rep- we have the retrain of incandescent lion blonde Ezel. He's got um, just as, a little less hair than before. It's Is not he... taking the whole card; just about half the card. Was he taking the old Ezel? The old Ezel has like the whole card full of hair. All oh, right, that's hair. I thought that was just like his background. Is that <laughs> weird? Oh, yes, that is weird. <laughs> anyway, so he has an activation in hand. If you have Knight of Superior Skills Bowmanes and Knight of Elegant Skills Gareth on your Vanguard or Rearguard Circle, uh, you can Soul Blast one Crimson Lion Cub Kerf and <laughs> ride this card as stand. And, and if your opponent's Vanguard is grade two or less, it gets drive minus one to end turn. So you can like so, so the, the 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 Soul Blast card is a starter, so you'll always have that. Yeah, but like, what's the what's what's the idea here? Oh, and when it attacks, you can call a card from your hand from your guard circle. It has Excel gift, all that garbage. So you can do this like pretty early, right? Yeah, but like, is it worth it? I mean, uh-huh. I you have a head start on your opponent being at. Well, you have three. to be grade two, right? Unless mm-hmm. can you call a grade two a grade one? Yeah, you need to have the grade two and grade. Basically, if you go first, you can get a head start on your opponent. And if, mm-hmm. you, if you went second, you can catch up. Okay. Well, Try well, to. if you went second, you can get double Excel circles, or I guess I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah, it feels like this is like really rewarding when you go first, mm-hmm. and like a little less. Like, so if you go first and draw all the relevant cards, uh, or call all the relevant cards somehow. I don't think any either of these cards search each other, do they? No, the grade two searches the grade one. Oh, the grade two searches. Okay, so when placed, you can discard a card, search for the grade one, call it. So you're committing um, a fairly decent column to ride this other thing. 
for discarded cards. The last one seems pretty all right. Yeah. You just have to grab, uh, draw the grade two and the grade three, which is not like super huge. And the downside's not that bad. Like the on attack, like the, an on attack skill like that on on uh, Excel circle is like pretty relevant. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're trading hand for extra attack, which is not great. So yet again, another thing with you want to go first with Excel. Mm-hmm. Like they were mm-hmm. doing so well with Murakumo, and then this just seems to be a step in the other direction. I mean, it, yeah, no inherent plus plus on this card kind of hurts. Um, I think they're a little scared to give a lot of extra pluses. The fact that this already comes down early, mm-hmm. like if you're going first, you can just have this when your opponent's grade one, right? Mm-hmm. So you get an extra turn of Twin Drive. Right, which is pretty big. Like you don't you don't have twin drive for this turn, but you have twin drive for the next turn, and that's like a lot of pressure. So and I think you can also like re ride and get another circle. Yeah, it's like pretty bad if like and it's pretty bad if they get a trigger just because of how powers work. Mm-hmm. But I think this card's fine. Yeah, actually, even if you go second, you can still get a head start on mm-hmm. raid three. So well, you, you also yeah. don't lose you your twin drive. Drive minus one, which kind of sucks, but. Mm-hmm. But you're still getting on grade three first. Yeah. Um, I wish that, that I, I I think it would have been nicer if they had to like instead of call from hand if it was like counter blast check top two call something that would have at least made mm-hmm. it less uh, painful. Right. But mm-hmm. then again, this is not my horse, so I I have sympathy, well, but I don't think it hurts me as much as it. I would. don't think you can make the card do everything, and I think this card is a very specific role. I think it's like good at doing what it what it's supposed to do. Like it's it's supposed to be like a card that kind of like if you're you know ahead, it's going to put you a lot more ahead. Mm-hmm. But isn't aren't win more cards bad? Usually, I mean in general, but this but you know it's, it's Vanguard, right? So if you're winning more at you know the early stages of the game, your opponent can just be dead before it matters. True. Like your goal is to kill your opponent. So hmm. slam your cards in the battle. One thing our friend Richard did bring up who does all the editing and the thumbnails for these uh, podcasts actually on, on the YouTube channel, um, he said that Spike Brothers have become Gold Paladin and Gold Paladin has become Spike Brothers. It almost seems that way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In the way they play, for sure. I, I think Spike Brothers won this trade somehow. <laughs> Out of this set, who won? Spike Brothers. What? Just, just <laughs> <with it>. uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't have much to say about this card. I think the card is interesting. I don't. It's hard for me to gauge how well this will pay off, just because there are some risks to playing aggressively, and so you kind of have to weigh how how aggressively you can be and what the payoff is. This seems to be a. It looks like it's going to be a deck with a lot of draw triggers. I can say that. <laughs> draw triggers are sweet, man. All right, so what's this? Uh, what's this? Um, All right, girl? so uh, what's her name? <laughs> White Lily Musketeer Cecilia. She is a grade three with force, thirteen k. Blah blah blah. So her skill is act once per turn. You can counterblast one, retire your guard. Look at five cards from the top of your deck. Call up the two cards from among them and shuffle. If you have a grade three in your soul, you can call up three cards instead, and your front row gains ten thousand power, or three units in your front row gain ten thousand power. Man, if only this was Excel. <laughs> Excuse me? This card is seems pretty nutty. Yes, Warden from the uh, the book and movie holes. It is pretty nutty. 
Okay. It's a good book. What are you, anyway. what, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Excuse me? That's it. Um, this card is pretty, pretty good. I think... When we first saw plant tokens, we had already kind of anticipated something would go in this direction, where mm -hmm. you retire rear guard, gain more cards. And so, but you're yeah, saying you, you make some plant token on grade two, right? Mm -hmm. And you like do some battling or whatever, and then you ride this thing, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna sack my. Um... You can either so, sack a plant token or sack one. No matter of how many, no matter how, if you, no matter if you have a grade three and soul or not, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're just you're kind of cutting out for me. I'm, I'm trying to figure like so. I'm trying. I'm reading the card and it says if you have a grade three and soul, call up to three cards instead of two, and three of your front row units get power. Yes, yeah, so I think so. you need the grade three and soul for the 10k. Yes. Okay, that's that's what I was wondering because that'd be really absurd if you didn't, right? Yeah. That, that moment like, where, he, where he's not cutting off, he's just thinking. Right, right. So you ride grade two, call a plant, ride this, sack the plant, call two things, and if you gave them 10k, it's just immediately with along with the force gift, that'd be pretty insane. Mm -hmm. So probably not. Wow. So I'm going to guess that you need the need the three and soul for that. And it's also in that sentence. Yeah, it, it's, it, mm -hmm. it, it's a comma instead of a period, which makes a difference, I think. Right. Because it's Neat. like, alright, so you do the thing to check top five, call two, but at the time of the thing, if you have the grade three in soul, then you skip the first sentence and go to the second one because it says instead. Right. Yeah, this card seems seems pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, very strong card. I think even at earlier stages of the game, if you don't have the grade three in soul, you can still sack off some useless on play that you've already spent. You know, yep. try find two fresh new cards that could pro potentially make plant tokens or power up your plant tokens. If you have the grade three, this card is just like, well, here we go. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. it's, it's fucking great if you're behind, too. Because you're like, all right, uh, last ditch, call something on board, kill it. Call a bunch of stuff. And also, the fact that it, this doesn't happen just the turn you write it, so it's not like like Imperial Daughter where you have to keep rewriting to keep getting mm -hmm. the bonus. It's just like, I got one in the soul, so... Uh, I'm doing this every turn. Yeah. Like, you pretty much only rewrite to get more first circles. Yep. This uh, yeah. this seems to be another deck that doesn't need to rewrite to do what it wants, which mm -hmm. is good. Um, I think decks that can survive without rewriting but still benefit from rewriting are the ones that will stand the test of time. Especially because of Murakuma right now. Yes, watch me be wrong. Also, a good thing that uh, Musketeers is doing is they're calling non-triggers. Yes. So this is actually a really big deal. So as as they as they activate the skill of Cecilia more, their deck is becoming more trigger dense, mm -hmm. which is very relevant. For sure. Speaking yeah. Of, speaking of trigger dense, uh, we have Crimson Impact Metatron. Which, oh man, this is a trip down memory lane for me. I used to play a deck with this and uh, the the nurse. Shamziel, I think her name was, it, back in, like, BTO 9 days, so it's good to see her again. Anyway, uh, 12k grade 3 protect gift. When you rode from a grade 3, you counterblast 2, call a card from your damage zone to rearguard, and this unit gets plus 15k. 
And then the other skill is on Van, you can put a card from your damage zone to the bottom of your deck and deal one damage to this unit. So you get to Ooh. rescue check without decking yourself out. And uh, again, this is. This skill is like basically free, right? Yeah, because. Uh, so like you ride it, you counterblast two, you call one of the things you counterblast, presumably. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you sell the other card you counterblasted back to the bottom of the deck, probably a trigger. Yeah. And deal with damage to yourself. Oh, and then also that inv- that heals you, because you counterblast two, call one, you don't deal another right. damage to yourself. So. This, All right. This thing's pretty bonkers in a good way, and uh, terrifies me. Free heal, plus one. And possibly a trigger trick. Yeah. Mm hmm. And it re- for, it refunds itself because you can take out the thing you counter blast and then put away the thing you count other thing you counter blast. Yep, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, this is the triple R. We already talked yeah. about the beat, yes. <laughs> no, but like, this is this is their most broken card, I think. Yeah, this card is like ridiculous and does everything, but the VR is just like. Ride consistency and some power, I guess. So basic. So yeah, we have a kind of royal paladin thing going on here, where the triple R is doing most of the work, and the VR is nice, but it's not, uh, you know, driving the whole deck forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. And yeah, card's sweet. Yeah. I remember when they first pulled this card, we were all like, "Excuse me." Yeah. <laughs> so are you gonna get ORs? What are you playing, Angel Feather? Me. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. I'm doing uh, my. I'm doing Grand Blue and Standard and DIM Premium. Which uh, side note? Oh my fucking god. Yeah, the deck's pretty busted. It is yeah. degenerate, and we're seeing like top eights where it's like five DIs. They need to hit Enigmatic Assassin yesterday, but that's not what we're talking about. What we are talking. I think Magic Assassin has needed to be banned for a long time now. It doesn't need to be banned. Just put it to one. You're good. Um, Same thing. Really. Or two. It needed to be on the ban list for a yes, long time. It, now. It, it, it does need to get hit in some way, shape, or form, for sure. Um, Just hit it to one. No, no dick in a ring. Yeah. You, you, if you have a full board, you can still do full. Or two, uh, what's his face? No Life King Race Stands, which is really good. Anyway. Uh, what does this other card do? What? What does this other card do? This other card is uh, Rear Impetus Celestial uh, Armady. Which I'm pretty sure that's a cologne of some sort. So it's a 9k grade 2 on Van or Rear when placed from hand. You Soul Blast 1, call a card from your damage zone to rear, and put the top card of your deck into your damage zone face down. Um, sure. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, sure. I don't know why it's triple R, but. Here's a card that exists. Yeah, it, yep. it's basically just Counter Blast 1, call something. Cool. Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1, call something. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. It's a fucking Glimmer clone without the plus 2k. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. All right. So then we have uh, the triple R for gold. First one is Knight of Superior Skills Bomain. So this was the uh, 10K vanilla from the old game. Now back as a 9K grade 2 with a couple different abilities. Um, the first one is when, when placed from hand on van or rear. You can discard a card from hand, search your deck for up to one Knight of Elegant Skills Gareth, and call it to your guard circle and shovel your deck. So remember, that is a card that is also needed for Ezel's uh, early ride ability. Um, and also, as a rearguard circle, when placed by your card's ability, this unit gets power plus 3,000 on the turn. So if you call him with Ezel, he's at 22. On the or on, on, the, on the Excel circle. Nice. 
Yep. But if you just call him normally, he does not get the three K. But if you call him normally, you can also search for search a Gareth if you. This want is a spike to. card, right? <laughs> it's a spike card. Yes, that is. Okay. Just double checking. Yeah. This card's like fine. You're gonna play. You're definitely gonna play it. That's for sure. Well, yeah, for the early you have to for Ezel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The other, the other triple R is a player of the Holy Bowl, Vivian. So this was a triple R grade two from both the old one and the new one. <laughs> and and it's also the origin rare, so you, so the you can get the old art with the new effect. Yeah, so everyone should get the origin rare. So it says one place from hand, you can bust one till boss one. Look at three cards from the top of your deck, call a card to regard circle from among them, put the rest on the bottom, and it's gonna get more three K. I think this is like pretty decent. It's a great turn two, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the old one had to hit a Vanguard. Yes, it did. And it was kind of plus one. You look at the top card and call it. Yeah. The new one now, it's on place, counter plus one, soul plus one, so the cost is heavier, but you look at top three and call one. Mm-hmm. And this gets plus 3k. So this is, like, much better. It's not an on-hit. It's not a... Like, on-hits are kind of, like, weird. It gets power, so it's getting, like, uh, protect Vanguard's. And it's pretty easy to make it hit in a force vanguard, like at a decent rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you're getting choice on call most of the time. You with the old Vivian, you're like or like a decent percent of the time, you just call trigger. <laughs> so this one, you, you're it's very unlikely you're going to reveal three triggers. Of course, if I play this deck, I would do that every time. <laughs> so if yeah. you reveal three, three triggers, it just means you're bad at this game. Yeah, pretty much. No nah, man, you put that, put that shit on an Excel circle. Hit for fifteen. Do it. Yeah. Right. Get him. <laughs> But I think it's card sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's also like a, I'd be excited a plus to run. one that doesn't come from your hand in an Excel deck, which is always wanted, right? Yes. So you like it's it's plus in Excel deck. That's really all you need to say. Mm-hmm. And then plus, if you got rushed, uh, you can, in theory, chain them together. I do have a concern for goals as of now. Is that there's a lot of there's a lot of soul cost. Yes. Yes. So rewriting might be, end up being very important. That's so that's it might be important to get on uh, Ezel immediately just for to be able to rewrite it earlier. But rewriting in Excel is like less good than rewriting in like Force. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just means you have to commit more cards. Yes. So. I think the idea is that like, fuck it, you're using all your resources, they're dead. You don't need resources. <laughs> yeah, they better be, right? They seem to be leaning <laughs> into this more, I think, with this than they were with something like Murakuma. Yeah. Or Pillman. Yep. Alright, so... Pansy Musketeer Sylvia. Yeah, one of those. Grade 2, 10k. Auto, Vanguard, Rearguard. When placed, you can call Plant Token to Rearguard. No cost. These. It's two units for the price of one. Mm Mm-hmm. What's fun is that the old version of this card was, like, the 7k... Uh, it was a Devil Summoner clone. Yes, exactly. But it was for Musketeers only, so it didn't mm. care about Grade One or Two. It's like if it's a Musketeer, call it. That was better because you could make your whole deck. You could make most of your deck Musketeers, where you couldn't make most of your deck Grades One and Two. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But like this is still better than that because at least you know what you're getting. And it's yep. and it's ten k base. Fr- base, and also it's free. Well, so it's, it's like a Grade Two k really. Yeah. What? It's like a grade 2 15k, really. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. you get a, get a nice boost. Good shit. Yep. yep. It's especially nice if you go, like, all right, right, Cecilia, call this, get a plant token, sack off the plant token, check top five, call another, like, 
beat stick and then a booster for that or, you know, whatever grade one thing you want to get. And then uh, more plant tokens, and then you uh, fucking destroy your opponent in a swarm of pollen. <laughs> Allergy-sensitive uh, people. Get your inhalers. Or antihistamines. Um, if some people who play Nunex are just bring inhalers, like, let me know if you have any pollen allergies. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like some kind of thing where, where like, y- you would just have people at, like, uh, regionals just flashing inhalers to each other to show that, like, they are solid in their support of Neonex. <laughs> Seems a little unnecessary also. I don't care if it's unnecessary. It makes me laugh. Right, so I can't believe they reuse the art on this other card. Lily of the Valley Musketeer, Rebecca. So, auto rearguard, one place, one of your other grade one or less rearguards get power plus 5,000, and at the end of the turn, you can soul blast one, retire a plant token to return it to your hand. So, Dang. Uh, two things. One, what grade are plant tokens again? Zero. Fantastic. And two, uh, our friend Howe had the best nickname for this that I've ever seen. Becky with the good hair. Alright. Alright. It's pretty good. Yeah. But it's like the same art as the last time. What? The art's like not very different from the last time we had this card. Yeah, it's whatever. I mean, the the effect is nice. Um, What do you think about the bouncing part i think it's fine uh, it's fine not great yeah it it clears out like some plant tokens for later and like you can recycle the power gaining which is i think important i think it's i, I think you're not going to bounce it that often mm-hmm. but it's very likely you'll play it yeah i think you will i might Depending on how much soul is available and how much I might need to use it, I might use the bounce. Mm-hmm. It's also good for um, guarding. Like, you can commit yeah. you know, pressure on the opponent and then pull it back to your hand guard with it next turn. There's that, too. Yes. Yeah. I think this card is fine. Not necessarily triple R material, but fine. I mean, it's like an on-place 5k to make, give 5k somewhere to me. Yeah. That's something. With, like, mild upside, maybe? What? With, like, a mild upside, maybe, in some matchups? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, Man, a lot of these triple R's are, are like, they're fine, but they're not amazing. I think Vivian is, like, actively good. Yeah, of course, but it... it... Like, Amaterasu blew... I think the the triple R's for Angel Feather seem a lot better than the triple R's for everybody else, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had, uh, well, Armadi was kind of take it or leave it, but uh, Metatron, holy crap. Uh, getting into the double R's, we have Mobile Hospital Feather Palace. So, oh, yes, he's back. What? It's back. Was the that, Mega Blast. Back. I was going to say, this is the Mega Blast, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 12k, grade 3 protect gift. Uh, on Vanarir, when it attacks, you can Soul Blast two grade 3s, turn all cards in your damage zone face down. Until the end of that battle, this unit gets plus 20k in a crit, and your opponent cannot call sentinels from his or her hand to guard circle. So this is like a weird combination between the deer and the antlion. Um, and there, there's a lot to unpack here. Why don't you guys go first? <laughs> Why the fuck does it cost so much? The soul blasting two grade threes. And, like, turning everything face down for 20k in a crit. 
I'm pretty sure other Protect decks have gotten this much for less. Technically, the turning the damage phase down is not the cost. It's part of the effect. Yeah. So if you have five phase damage... If you know turn down, this card is free. Yeah, exactly. Well, aside from the Soul Blasting. But uh, it's... I don't know. James was fraught, I guess I could say, uh, when he was testing it. Um, it's a good way to finish. Like It does its job well, and you don't have to commit hand for it. Um, he also said that if the game has gone this long, typically it's only like a counterblast one or zero. So Yeah. I would play two of this card and not feel bad about it. Yeah. yeah. Personal. I yeah, play like, like one or two. I play like one or two, leave it in the damage zone, call it with Metatron. Like I think like when I built the first draft of the deck, I would like it was like with Silvard for Dimension Police, just start with two and see how I how you like it and move up or down depending there. Makes sense. Like I mean it turned out like with Mega Colony Antline you just decided to not play Mega Colony at all, but uh <laughs> <laughs> So much shade. <laughs> Look, sometimes the correct decision is not is not is not to play. Yes. Uh yeah. Except with voting. Vote, people, please. Yeah, everyone please. should vote. Yes. Fucking vote. Uh, yeah. Although, it, it's already passed uh, the deadline to register to vote in most states now, I believe. Uh, but, yes, uh, but... If you uh, have registered to vote, get out there and fucking vote, you pieces of shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kidding. In what Cal- I really mean is you should go out and vote. In California, you are legally entitled to two hours off at the beginning or end of your workday to go vote. So... Man, what you're, tr- you're telling me that voter is not attempting to... That California is not attempting to suppress voters like, uh, you know, Georgia or South Carolina or any of the other states. Yeah, Georgia especially. Jesus Christ. Like, holy shit, voter suppression is very real. Next anyway. is tonight, the Pod Save America podcast. <laughs> anyway, go out and fucking vote. Yes, please. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, this thing's good. Good good uh, double R. Um, it's it's not as crazy as you think it is. but mm-hmm. no, no, I, don't, I, I didn't believe it was. I just think, yeah. like, the card is effective is what i mean yeah like i think when you like in the games where you activate the skill it's probably going to be good mm-hmm. well especially uh if you called this with metatron like you said that's uh plus 35k mm-hmm. got, got a 47k thing coming for your face no sentinels yep you better drop a couple heels there yeah. use metatron superior ride zerachiel for that 3k Call any other Zerachiels you have lying around. Just boost this thing up as large as humanly possible. Your opponent needs two heals plus. (laughs) So so at the very least, that's three cards. That's uh, quite good. Anyway, uh, alright, there's also Wildshot Celestial Regel. I think they meant Raquel, but whatever. Got the G and the Q turned the other way. Um, Grade 2, 9k. When placed from hand, if a new card was put into your damage zone this turn, counterblast one to call a card from your drop zone to your rear guard circle. Say new card. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the part I'm focusing on. The part I'm focusing on is that they gave a grand blue card to Angel Feather. Yeah. This yeah. should have been the triple R. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This card's gonna be really annoying in premium, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this card is good in standard, which because it means there is no off limits for Angel Feather. Oh my oh, god! Blast so is like not even a real cost. Yeah, this card's crazy. Why does why does Angel Feather have so much plus in the field? Uh, the 
Because there doesn't seem to be a lot of plus in the hand outside of uh, gifts. But oh, fair enough. They just have an actual heal. Yeah. Yeah. This. Which, uh... if we think about, it, it's kind of hard to equate a heal to how much damage, how much hand that might be. But it's a lot. Well, especially in standard where cards mean more, being able to go from you know four to three in standard format is very strong. Or even right. five to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, like playing against Angel Feather, I know with Tachikaze, I'm going to be spamming that damage ping skill like it's the fucking end of days. Same with Shadow Paladin and uh, Phantom Blaster Dragon, I'm guessing. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so this thing's freaking cool and awesome and awesome and cool. And also a Grand Blue card. And a, also yeah. a Grand Blue card, yes. Can we talk about this, uh, this grade one, I mean grade zero? Uh, what battle keep and no seal? Yeah, we need to talk about this this draw specifically before you before you get to the shtick. At this point, this is the draw perfect card for uh, Angel Feather, so we lump it lump it in with the other two. So Halo Shield Mark for Gold Paladin and Maiden of, of Blossom Rain for Neo Nectar. They're all draw triggers. They all have the PG skill. Okay, Matt, do your thing. All right, so this this battle keep and no seal, as as the more aware of you might have figured out by now, is the same name as the grade one no seal from BTO six. Yes. Meaning, if you're playing the draw trigger no seal at four copies, you can no longer play the grade one no seal in premium. In premium. So if Go you're playing ahead. the grade one no seal, you can no longer play the draw trigger PG. Unclear if this was intentional by Bushrod or not. Oh, it was 100% intentional. <laughs> all right, all right. So I would love to believe that, but it is Bushirod. Uh, I don't know. I Much like a man with dementia, Bushirod occasionally has moments of clarity. I think this is one of those moments of clarity. Could be. It's definitely interesting that they, uh, that they uh, locked out the grade one no scale with the draw trigger PG. I think it's good of them to do that, actually. Yeah, and mm-hmm. all, all, it's it's a way to do it without pissing off too many people. Right. It's just like, oh, they're reprinting everything. Oh, it's the draw PG. That sucks. Eh. Although <laughs> what I expect will happen anyway, people will just play for the grade ones and just not care about this PG. Yeah, probably. Because that requires draw, playing draw triggers and Angel Feather, which is like... The game. worst. Yeah. Yeah, that was also, the thing James mentioned. You literally that. have to. What? There's, there's also going to be at least one person that doesn't realize and puts tries to put both in their deck. Oh, that's gonna be great. <laughs> or someone's gonna do like a two-two split for whatever reason. Which... It's like Pokemon where you can't have you know more than four of the same name Pokemon. It's like the same thing. Oh yeah. Um. Oh man. All right, so we have some gold Paladin cards here. Yes. We got Battlefield Storm Sagramore. So uh, this card has been released in English for some reason. Uh, or shown in English. So well, it's it, it was hmm? Never mind. Continue. No, we we have the we have the new version shown in English. Yeah. So Vanguard Rigor Circle, one place from hand, Soul Blast one, draw a card and call a card from hand Rigor Circle. Cool. So it's um another one of those weird spike puzzles cards. Yeah. It's also a plus in Excel, so that's yep. good. It's a free it's free. It's great. It kinda sucks you, you can't like get this off of Vivian though. So you have to call a card, right? Yeah. That sucks. That's kind of shitty that you have to call a card. There is a Tachikaze card similar to this, where when it's retired during your turn, you counterblast and you have to you draw and you have to call something. Yeah. So I, if this were like call a normal unit from your hand or your circle, you wouldn't have to call because you could just say, "Oh, my hand has no normal units." Yeah. There's like no <laughs> way to check. 
like what you're, I'm gonna reveal my hand to you to like. This card's yeah. interesting. I'm not. I don't know if they're gonna. I assume. I assume they might play some copies in the sun number of this card. I would play some. Like I think this. If you don't, for some reason, don't get the Ezel ride chain off. This is an acceptable first ride. Yeah, you get a card back. Call yeah. something. Yeah. And you want to be beating down anyway. So if you're not calling something, if you don't want to call something, you're probably losing that game anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably it's probably acceptable. Yeah. Acceptable. You'd probably play like one or two of it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's a plus one in Excel. We take those. Oh my! I've been waiting the whole episode for this next card. I because just of what right. Matt said during the reveal. Have at it, sir. So white hair in the moon shadow, Pelinor. So it's grade three Excel gift, twelve K power, all that garbage. So when I first read this card, I was just astounded by how many costs were on this card. To fit and to fit with the early writing theme of Gold Paladin, which is apparently their uh, their shtick in this one. The end of the battle that your rear guard's attack hits a grade three or greater vanguard, counterblast one and a soul blast three. Ride this card to stand, and this unit gets drive minus one to end the turn. So if you hit a grade three or greater, counterblast one, soul blast three. Ride a stand, and I I, I just where we'll is old Paladin getting all the soul from? Uh, we'll talk about it in a second. I really and the end think of the battle that, you, that your rear guard attacked a vanguard. Counterblast one and return that unit that attacked your hand. All right, so you so they want you to attack with some shit, attack with some other shit. Ride the you attack your vanguard, attack some shit. Hit your hit your bonus vanguard. Ride this ride this idiot. Attack some other stuff and counterblast to rebalance that stuff. All right, I just don't think this card is like reasonable because like you're at soul like when you ride grade three, you have three soul. Yeah, that's just assuming you're not using Vivian ever. You're not using save your soul for this guy. For an extra like, like a, like an extra vanguard attack of with one drive check, I just don't think this is reasonable, right? I agree. Yeah, like writing, rewriting is not great in Excel, so that's not where you want to be getting your soul for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I I'm don't just... think there's any battle phase calling to even take advantage of that circle aside from Ezel, who's a grade three, right? Like I just I just can't see this card being good. Like, it has so many costs on it, especially for standard. Hey, I'll give you five bucks if you punch me in the face. What? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, like, that's another reason you would probably play Sagura more, because this is your only other option. Right. And I think, like, what was crazy is, like, old Pel- the old Pelinor was, like, a staple in a lot of early gold Paladin decks. Yeah, because you could chain because, them like, into each other. With, you would hit with Vivian on grade two. You would call this hub card, it's fucking Pelinor. You're like, well, here we go. Like, I can't count how many times that happened. Yeah. No, of course. It happens like, to everyone but like, you. Yeah, that's works. And you're like, you're like, oh, well, my hand sucks, so I can't, like, my hand's full of grade two, so I can't guard, because you're on grade one. And they're like, oh, counterblast one, I'll call this hub card. Pelinor, discard a card, ride. <laughs> so have we found a restander worse than Maelstrom? Yeah. I, I, this is even a restander, right? But it's still pretty bad. Yeah. The cost, the cost is so high. Your rear guard keep the discard. Like, I don't think I would play around this card, to be honest. Like, I think I wouldn't even care. Yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, if it kept the twin drive, I feel like it'd be slightly less painful, at least. But so there is a there is a situation where this card might be playable if the deck is in fact very aggressive. And then this card threatening an extra attack could be relevant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, but we'll have to see. Like, so I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say that this card is not great. Mm-hmm. But if the deck is hyper aggressive, the cost could be worth the extra attack. In a sense, like I have to get my opponent dead right now. You, you know what would would work better with this if it was a force gift because triggers. Like it, it would have been nice to be like, all right, ride this, get another force gift. I'm hitting for twenty three, thirty three k. Is the dream just to call Sagamore with Ezel though? I think so. Probably. It's like, <laughs> like that's what like if I'm, as of now, that's kind of what I want to be doing. Yeah. I can't even make a joke about this countering Murakumo because Ezel already does that. All right, but think about this: you attack with Ezel. You so you attack with like two rearguards first, right? Maybe you have two Excel circles because you you hate your life. You attack with both of them. You attack with Ezel. Call Sagamore to an Excel circle. Sagamore skill. Call, draw a card. Call the other Excel circle. Oh baby! Doesn't even have to be an open circle, so you can start getting your early pokes out of the way and then start dumping your hand if you really want to go off. Yeah, this is what I would be doing because this Ouch. is like it's such minus, but you know, fuck it, right? <laughs> You know what's another thing is that this only works from hand when the point of Excel is you want to be filling the board. Why couldn't this work on rear guard circle? Um, because it'd be really weird. Sure. And also, you would have to be like, are we moving it? Are we riding it? Are we doing any of these things? It's just not worth it. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it would have just made it feel less uh, taxing. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. like you said, if, if it ends up being hyper-aggressive and the cost doesn't matter because they're dead, then the cost doesn't matter because they're dead. So... Fine. All right. Well, Halo Shield Mark looks a lot better than he did in this old art, so that's good. <laughs> I actually haven't really looked at the art. Oh wow, he does look a lot better. That's uh, cleaner. Looks like an actual gold shield. Good for him. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Maiden of Trailing Rose, Grade Three, Four, Thirteen K, blah blah blah. So, skill is Vanguard Rearguard. One place you can call up to one plant token onto Rearguard Circle. If this unit is on the Vanguard Circle, call two instead of one. And then once per turn, you can Soul Blast one and three of your plant tokens gain five k. Awesome. Until end of turn. Yep. Good first ride. So you ride the grade two, ride this, and then just bash, bash, bash. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Good stuff. Also, the calling is free, so you can just have a board by riding this card. You can call two cards, and with the gray two riding this, you'll have a four board. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then you ride ride Cecilia after this, right, and just go off? Yeah, and then for a single Soul Blast, you can get all those plant tokens to be 10k boosters. Easy. Well, I was thinking of putting some in the front row. (laughs) What do I know? That would be nice. Alright. And then the other one was it's like my phone's being finicky. Uh Dandelion Musketeer Murka. So her skill is one play, Soul Blast One, call plant token to the same column. So she is not free, unfortunately. And then rearguard when other rearguard is placed in the same column, it gets three this unit gets three K until the end of turn. So she immediately comes eleven with a five K booster? Mm-hmm. So that adds to sixteen. Which is not enough. And then nine K grade two, she's hitting for twenty. Which is also not great. Hmm. I guess if you power up the plant token in the same column, it becomes twenty one. Which is also right, not good. Which is still not a number. 
Mm. This card is weird. Yeah, this card definitely has very strange powers. Like, I mean, I think it makes sense being a grade one that it gives mm-hmm. this kind of power, but man, this card's awkward. Yeah. I guess I guess it works on Van, so you can call it, so you can do it on the first ride. Mm-hmm. Which could be valuable. I get... I don't know anyone that blocks your grade one that often, though. I mean, I mean that's fair. I guess since you don't have a booster anymore because forerunners don't exist, it's easier to block early if your deck doesn't... See, I feel like you'd only do block if you were playing against other Neo Nectars because you don't need the counter blasts. Maybe this is the early game that they needed in premium or something. Who knows? I don't know. This card is fine. It's just kind of awkward. Yeah. Like, it, it's good for early rushing, I guess. Like, that's mainly it. I like the old one better where if you shuffled your deck, she was a 9k boost. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that doesn't scale well for this, but just much simpler. And yeah. So yep. that's that's the end of the double R's, the last one being Minimum Blossom Rain, which we mentioned before. Um, so now we're at the point where we pick out any rares or commons that. Uh, you know, jumped out at us and then talk about uh, who won the set and what this means for premium. So, uh, one I picked out uh, because I asked James, a bu- like, you know, a bunch of questions, and then he completely ignored the, are there any commons or rares that stood out to you? And then he just started talking about matchups. So, you know, that's James for well, you. That's but... what I would have done as well. What? That's what I would have done as well. <laughs> so the first thing that popped out at me is a syringe lesser. So it's a uh, common seven uh, K grade two, ten K shield. Or sorry, seven K grade one, ten K shield. Uh, you can put it into your soul, and two of your units get plus five K until end of turn. What doesn't jump out at me is is the effect. What jumps out at me is that one of the freaking great nature cards went to Angel Feather. <laughs> we already had someone join the football team. Now they're going to med school. What is going on? Look, man. It doesn't, it, it doesn't even give 4K, it gives 5K. How do you feel about that? That's fine. Actually, in terms of the effect, it's actually not that bad because you get a soul. All right, but if it were an 8K and gave 4K, it would be like, it would fit exactly with with uh, with Great Nature. Yeah, it would. Hell, the Spike Brothers one at least gave uh, 4K to stuff, but no, this is 5K. Yeah, because fuck you, that's why. Syringe <laughs> Lesser has moved on with its life. It, it It's TAing the professor's classes. It's got a big-ass syringe. You know. Um, anybody else got one? Yeah, so uh, I have a mega elegant skills, Gareth. <laughs> so this is the other piece of the Ezel ride chain. So it's it's a pretty simple card. I just bring it up only because it's like relevant for the Ezel ride chain. Uh, on Rigard Circle, when placed by your card's ability, uh, you can counter boss one and it gets power plus 10,000. Like, the card is not inherently interesting, um, but it is relevant that you have to play it with the Ezel stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it is also nice that uh, if you do his skill, he can hit force numbers by himself. Yep. So, and then move him back and use him as a booster on future turns. What you got, uh, Rootbeer? Uh, Knight of Collective Prosperity, Craig. So it's a 7k grade 1. Skill is all your plant tokens in the same row get 5k power. His like, name's Craig. Right. 
Yeah, C R A I G, Craig. Wow. That's like a, that's a very boring name for a musketeer. You shove him in the back, and he gives your opponent a pretty big boost. Yeah. So this plus the maiden of I already forgot her name. <laughs> you have 15k plant tokens. Yeah. Yeah. And then that plus four circles. Chilling, mm-hmm. for sure. And the only thing that can it also means Mirka isn't does weird, awkward column anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, so the another card I wanted to bring up... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I know, I was going to say that, like, 7k with the 13... It, it, it is kind of a weird column still, but, like, it, it's free. You don't oh. have to do anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was done otherwise. Continue. Do you have another card? Who, me? Yeah. Um... So I had one. If uh, I'm gonna wait till you do yours, if uh, to bring it up in case you don't. Right. But the, there's so I'm gonna other... bring up the the bunny. Okay, good. That was the one I was. By the bunny, of. I mean listener of truth, Dendrain. Oh, son of Lop a bitch. Lopier is less interesting. Lopier in stand. The new Lopier is less interesting. We'll go to that in a second. Okay. So I'm not sure. So this is another card that I kind of want to bring up because of how uh, their costing skills and standard. So it says one place by your card's ability. So this is no longer needs to be called from deck. It now can be called by any card's ability, which is an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, you, you soul blast one, and you play. I so it's a modal card, so you get to choose. You can either pick to draw a card, or counter charge one, and it gets power plus three thousand. That's good. So I think soul is more rare than than counter blasting in Skull Paladin somehow. Yes. Uh, yes. Which I will I will bring that up in a second with another card, but yeah. Right. And so I'm sitting here like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a lot better and not, like, if somehow premium goals become a thing, which I'm not sure that's going to happen, but then maybe. Maybe. They also get an, a, yeah. a second wave in, uh, in like, two sets or something like that. <laughs> right? They might need it already. <laughs> Yeah. But, I don't know, I just feel like there's just so many soul costs in this clan. Yes. Yes. And especially, like, just... especially in in the one gift that uh, doesn't really benefit as much from rewriting as it does for Force mm-hmm. and Protect. And since we brought it up, we might as well talk about the other bunny, Lopier Shooter. So it has an effect in hand. At the end of the battle that your grade 2 or greater vanguard attacked, you can counter blast 1, call, it to ran from, call this to rear guard circle, and get power plus 5,000. I like old Lopier Shooter better. Like yeah, a lot same. better. <laughs> yeah. Old Lopier Shooter was like kind of gross actually. Yeah. What was it on it was it on call from deck or just on call? Oh it was played from deck, you discard a card calling it. But what it did was it like in the old deck, what it did is it just found fucking Pelinor. Yeah. Like, every fucking time. Oh yeah. Like Bunny's Oh, that was the other way you would lose games, is they'd be like, hit with Vivian, call Lopier, discard for Lopier, find Pelinor. And they like discard again. They discarded two cards, but it doesn't matter because they have Pelinor. It's just like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> it was just absolutely gross. So um, I mean, I think this card is fine, but again, there's like a lot of costs going on in this clan. So you're you're, you're like managing your that, those kind of resources is going to be a very big part, and managing resources along with aggression. Yeah. Well, one thing that bothers me is that a lot because a lot of these things are played from hand. Uh, you either are hemorrhaging resources by calling over things, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. 
or the circles are empty, and then you're just filling them from your hand, which you would have fucking done normally in your main phase. It doesn't make more right, attacks. I will say this. If your opponent's dead, the resources you wasted don't matter. I feel like that's yeah. a general theme with this episode. If, if they're dead, resources don't matter. But is there a single gold paladin card that like generates soul in any way? I don't. Not that I know of, unless it's one of the commons. No, but there there is know, one that only. There is one that benefits from having no soul. Um, yeah, it gets plus eight k. Yeah, or in Brave Knight Tornus, if you have one card in your soul, it's three k, and then if you have no cards in your soul, it's eight k instead. Yeah, so effectively, what's going on here is they want you to keep rewriting, and like during combat. To, but rewriting costs soul for in the case of Ezel, so you're not gaining soul by rewriting Ezel, and you're not gaining soul by by writing um, Pelinor in the special mm-hmm. way. You're losing two soul writing Pelinor, and you're lo- and you're even on soul writing Ezel. So like you're basically stuck at three if... soul unless you rewrite something like from hand. So not like only. Normal... Is... So basically, where royals have no counter charge, golds have no soul charge. Right. Yeah. Great. And a lot of the card costs soul. Yes. So in my expectation, I think you will not be wanting to use Pelinor because you'd rather use something like Vivian, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely very strange. Um, one thing I can say, at, at least for premium for golds, is that uh, just doing the Ezel thing and then going into Glorious Raining Dragon later. Mwah. No? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. Because it's like you call something one thing for everything in G-Zone, if you just speed your way to like a really high count, and then you have like two to three Excel circles, you can just call a full board of eight attacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess. It costs a lot of hand, though, and you have to, be, and you have to like not have to discard that for other stuff. Well, I mean, if if you're running more of the older stuff that lets you, uh, like, fill board without having to use hand, then mm. it might help. I don't know. That's uh... wait, no, you the um. Wait, no, this doesn't actually work. Never mind. What? The Garmore Liberator has to call Liberators, right? Mm. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking what you could do is like uh, have. Uh... No, no. Uh, so the Garmore Liberator, Liberate Four. You have to, you have to counterblast your Liberators. That's the problem. Yeah. Damn. So what you can do is uh, like it, it, you use Ezel as your Excel Circle engine, and then. Use Gurgit Strides to kind of bridge the gap on Gurgit support, and then eventually, if you want, ride the other Gurgit. If not, just keep rewriting Ezel and using Gurgit Strides, because there are a lot of Gurgit Strides. We're talking about Excel Circles, not Garmor Excel, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, that laugh is never good. It's Excel E-X-C-E-L. Rather than A C C E L. What? The Garmore Excel is E X C E L, not Axel. Oh. Funny. Yeah, funny. it's pretty. It's pretty hilarious. I'm the funniest person. Yeah, he uh, he he definitely knows how to put a spreadsheet together. Um, what was I thinking of? There was that. And then, oh yeah, who who won this set for standard? I'd probably uh, say Neo Nectar. Same. Yeah, I think Neo's an Angel Feather than Golds. 
Yeah, yeah. makes sense. This is just for my like an initial, like no data kind of, no testing, no anything. From just like reading the yeah. reading of the cards and kind of trying to put together like a coherent picture. I think Neos have the most coherent deck. I think the Angel Feather stuff is like pretty powerful and kind of breaks the rules of the game, mm-hmm. which apparently can have a lot of variance to it. So uh, Angel Feather is like kind of the most wildly varied, but I think it's stronger overall than Golds. And I think Golds looks like it just wants to be hyper aggressive. And just try to kill the opponent before all the minusing that uh, mat starts to matter. Mm-hmm. So basically, Golds is an Excel deck. Yep. <laughs> of the worst variety. I mean, like, we, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Resources don't matter if you're dead. That's our fucking. We need that in Latin on a plaque. Of... But that was the old Spikes motto, right? Like, <laughs> every Wait, car, every old Spikes card like managed to minus somehow. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said Old Spice, like the deodorant. I was like, what? Old Spice? Listen. <laughs> Ladies, look at your man. Now look, look back at me. I'm playing football. <laughs> okay, that needs to be a shirt. That'd be great. Just the fucking Old Spice guy in Spike Brothers pads. Um, all right. So, uh, in premium, I'm sure, like, if, if we get more data, like, we'll eventually get to all the clans on the premium profiles, so, you know, maybe Gabe yeah. or Richard will have more info from us, but I think there are some interest, some fun things to cleave out of it, uh, mostly in Golds and, uh, Gold Paladin, or Gold, I said Gold Paladin twice, Golds and Angels, I, I think Neonectar might have a Tachikaze-like problem with the plant right. tokens versus the Asha stuff. A lot of the plant stuff is musketeers, at least, so there's that question mark. Yeah, but the, the, it, it was musk- literally the same thing. Do I do the gauge thing, or do I just jam the Rex engine in there, which wasn't as good as the Gaia stuff? So, it, you yeah. know, do I jam Asha in there, or do I just do musketeers, which wasn't as good as Asha? And, you know, it, it, it's this is going to be a problem with any clan that deviates from its previous playstyle too mm-hmm. much. Uh Spike Brothers being the one exception because you went from a uh, hemorrhaging resources playstyle to a gaining resources playstyle, and uh, as as, uh, as I've been told, that's quite good. Right. So yeah. Yeah, I think um, I I hope, I hope this kind of shakes up premium. I hope that Neonectar has like a way to work because mm-hmm. I think the early game. Like, Neonectar's problem before is they did nothing early. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were just like, all right, I'm going to sit here, wait for my opponent to slap me in the face a bunch of times and hope to uh, hope to get there. But now, now you have a very strong early, for especially for a Force Clan. Like, right. Force Clans usually have, like, mid-range. No, th- this is very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Also, my friend sent me a picture of a secret of a, whatever they, they're calling the uh, PBDs. Oh, the, the, the numbers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, did he pull And, them? of course, they're misprinted. Yeah, he did. Wow, congrats. What number did he All I'll say is it does not end in 69, so it's not worth a bunch. <laughs> what was the number? I'm not going to say here. Oh, fun. I mean, like, I've seen 1, 2, 3, and 666, six, six, and, uh... Pretty good. Yeah. So I love that their is. super special ultra print of PBD is also misprinted. Yeah. Right, because it's instead of uh, rear guards. Only Bouchard would do that. Of course they would. I mean, I just love that they, they're like, all right, guys, we're not going to misprint anymore. We're taking some time to sort things out. Oh, we misprinted again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Alright. Uh, At least we know what the, what the wrong art for Dylander is now. Uh, miracle. Something. But I want to use the wrong art. Yeah, of course you would. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. But you could just play the actual promo now. But you can play both. I mean, That's true. Yeah. But then you'd have to actually <laughs> play Dylander. Where's the universe, Dylander? Alright. Um, so that was pretty much the whole set. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night or on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak. Find me at Wiggum with two G's, two Z's. And me at Plasma Eclipse. All right. So, uh, any anything else to add before we sign off here? No shit. No shit, indeed. Remember, resources aren't important if the opponent's dead. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.